Welcome to the Prime People Podcast, where we cover all things that got us to where we are today, our team building strategies, the marketing and sales tips that we've learned through thousands of transactions, productivity tips, ways to really just hold yourself accountable to accomplishing what you want to accomplish, and all things content creation, personal development, and not to mention we have some of the best guests on the planet. Well, it looks like I found the best ever referral program in real estate. So today we're going to be bringing on a special guest. Her name is Ginger Walker. And the very best referral system you could ever have is one where the referrals just come via the energy you're putting out into this world. So Ginger Walker runs the Give Back team. She is one of the best real estate agents I've ever met. I actually met her through my relationship with Ryan Surahan and the entire Sir so she is very near and dear to my heart. I spend a lot of time with her and a mutual friend, Glenda Baker, in the real estate morning shows, typically 8 a.m. on Wednesdays and Fridays. So this is one of those episodes that'll be very interactive. You can come on, you can ask questions live on YouTube. If you happen to be watching the replay, make sure you come back, you hit that subscription button, or you even send me a private DM. I will point you in the direction of her content. She is a radio personality, has an incredible TikTok, and definitely, definitely a dear friend. But let me bring her on and let's just jump right right into the topic. Ginger Walker, how are you doing today? Good morning, Sunshine. Actually, it's good afternoon. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm awesome as well. Thank you for asking. And you are a natural for a live stream. Your mic was unmiked. You're an absolute pro. Matt LaMarche is here. He says, first, hi, Sunshine. So there's one of our boys. That's awesome. Hey, Matt. I'm so, so excited. I'm so excited to be here with you. Thank you for asking me today. No, I definitely appreciate it. Long time coming. Like I said, we've been in the trenches together in a lot of different spaces. We are in two completely different markets. You know, as I've learned about what you've built over the years, I've known you now, it's been fascinating to see how giving back is such a big piece of what you guys do. I do want to be clear because the title says the best referral system ever, but you don't give from a way where you're looking for an expectation of a referral. It kind of just happens. So why don't you break down the give back team, what it means to you to give back, and then we can delve into some of the nuts and bolts of it. Yeah, absolutely. So basically, um, what we do as Give Back Team is we donate back to the charity of the client's choice after a successful closing. And if we do multiple transactions, they can pick as many charities as they'd like, and it will go to those charities. In addition to that, we work with um, Children's National Hospital, which is up in D.C. We have a satellite here in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Um, and we also make a donation with every transaction to uh, Children's National as well. But we look at it as not just a financial thing. I mean, anybody can just throw money at a cause and, you know, close the book and, and go on with their day. What we also do is a lot within the community in giving back. So it's, it's kind of like a two-step process. Everyone has something near and dear to their heart. And so for me, I started giving back because of my mom and my mom passed over ovarian cancer. So for me, that's something that I always will gravitate to, you know, towards charitable helping. In our community where we live, work, and play, a lot of us are fur baby moms. I think everybody on the team has a fur baby, at least one. So we do a lot with the animal shelter. We paid for all the animals for Clear the Shelters. We're doing a back, we did the backpack school drive for Stafford County Public Schools. And we're getting ready right now. We're gearing up to do something really big for Children's National. They never had a toy drive before. Mm. So we're filling the closet for all the kids that end up in, you know, in the hospital for whatever reason maybe a birthday, maybe a holiday, maybe they just ended up in the hospital and didn't have their favorite toy. They're going to get a brand new toy as a result of it. So our goal right now is to fill that entire closet for the entire year. And it's our fourth year of doing that. So 
for us from Give Back Team, we believe in doing good things. That's one of our hashtags. And it's not just necessarily a financial donation. It's also making a direct impact in the community by giving of our time as well. I love, I love hearing that because I think that really speaks to who you are, right? And why you do it. Um, you know, business is an interesting thing. I had two recent conversations with people that are picking up their tools, getting back in the field and left big corporate jobs where, you know, they, they said to me yesterday, you know, the corporation has culture and all these words on a wall that are meaningless because the culture doesn't really espouse the virtues of what that company is anymore. So how have you maintained that culture as you've grown your team? Because like, did it start with you just running one event by yourself in the very, very beginning? And as it grew, how did you maintain the integrity of the give back team? So I got into real estate completely by accident, which is a whole other probably podcast and conversation. But when I started in real estate, I always gave back and I did it silently. I gave mm -hmm. back 10% of what I earned to the charity of the client's choice. Um, because my mom and growing up, I've always come from a giving heart. That's, that's just how I was brought up. And that's how I, I'm bringing my kids up too. But for me, you know, it was interesting. I, I started off on the board of directors of a local charity and I started off with a gift basket. She started this nonprofit and she said, Hey, we're trying to raise money, giving the gift of time back to parents who have a child with pediatric cancer in our surrounding area. Okay. And I was like, sign me up. Sure. What can I do? And so it started there in the community. It wasn't intentional. I'll be really honest with you, Justin. It was like a complete accident of how everything sort of fell into place. Not the financial part, because I was always doing that. But it was the getting involved in the community part that just naturally happened. And I was given the nickname, the gift back girl. And so someone said, hey, you're Ginger, the gift back girl. You always give back. I see you doing all these things. But a lot of the stuff that I was doing was really quiet. And actually on my desk, I'm sitting in my office. I still have, a, this is from 2009. That's how old this is. Wow. So this is something that I started doing. And I don't know if you can really see it or not, but yeah. I started with a women's shelter. I wanted to help women who were in a position that they needed some assistance. And I went to a local shelter and I said, hey, how can I help? And I actually started, they said, you know what? They have to take classes. Every month they have to take classes. It's part of what the requirement is. And, you know, learning how to repair credit, an application for um, a rental, that sort of thing. I took the month of September and I started working with these women. I didn't talk about it. Nobody knew what I was doing. And I was able to help the first woman ever, her name is Tony, to be able to buy a house. And so that was kind of the the spiral just of helping her working with the nonprofit by starting with a gift basket that I was like, you know what? There's so much more that my community needs that I could be able to help with. And so it started with me in 2008 when I got my real estate license as the give back girl. And then in 2018, I realized, wow, I have a lot more business than I can handle. So I made the ultimate, ultimate mistake of not hiring an assistant, but hiring an agent. And um, it just started from there. Everyone that works with me, we're all the giving heart. And that's kind of one of those things that's super important to me. I don't want a mega team. I don't want people everywhere. I want a family that believes in doing good things. And that's really the key. And we all have our charity. We all have something that touches us. And we gravitate towards helping those within our community. And we do so much more beyond that, too. So for me, that's the super important thing is, you know, you could be a great agent. You could sell a lot of houses. But are you creating those long lasting relationships and the bond with the community? And are you giving back 
to a community that's given so much to you. And that's really the, the crux of the team. Yeah. Well, you said at the beginning, you know, it's about how you make people feel right? Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to remember the money you made for them. Maybe they'll remember the money you lost for them, but they, they rarely, you know, if anything, will always remember how you made them feel. And I want to dig into two topics. One, I want to discuss, you know, how you obviously built your team and how you select the right people, because that's a difficult thing to do. But before that, like, as you were making the transition from being a silent giver to doing it as a part of your business, was there ever an internal struggle that you had that you didn't want to share it publicly? A hundred percent. I mean, because you don't want to come across as, you know, promoting yourself because yeah. you've donated X, right? Sure. And I'll be honest with you, that was something that was really difficult for me. But when I, my family, my husband moved us overseas for his job and we lived overseas for two years. And the pivotal, the pivotal, pivotal change for me was when we lived overseas. And so I was in a team relationship with, I had a partner and I did a lot of the behind the scenes stuff when I lived overseas for the two years. And while we lived there, there was a family and the family had four sons. Their two youngest were the same age as my two. And my youngest at that point was a kindergartner. Her youngest and my youngest were friends. He was diagnosed with Duchenne's, which is a muscular dystrophy. It affects mostly boys and the outcome or life expectancy is really not good. And I used to watch them go from, we lived in Italy, from Rome back to DC for all these appointments. And I thought, my gosh, and their, their family had hearing issues and things like that. And I thought they are the happiest family and they are faced with tragedy in front of them, you know, all these things that bills and appointments and all of these things that could knock someone off of their feet. And they, they lived life with grace and, and with the ability to say how grateful they are. So now we flash forward and we move back, we move back to Northern Virginia and I'm standing literally in the bathroom with my husband. We're both brushing our teeth. We're back to back. And I turn around literally with tooth toothbrush in my mouth. And I say, Dave, I'm going to completely turn my business plan upside down and inside out. And I am going to come from a place of giving back. And although my nickname was Give Back Girl, I want to start something bigger. I want to start a movement. I want people to learn about these charities that maybe they're silent because nobody knows about them. Maybe they don't have the voice because no one's giving them a microphone to speak. And I want to do it from a position of giving back. And I want to use my, my ability to reach people from a bigger perspective and platform And yes, I happen to be a real estate agent and that's the tool that I'm going to use to amplify the voice. So it wasn't even a, at that point, I struggled with the promotion part of it, but then I realized I'm not promoting my business. Mm -hmm. I'm promoting a charity, right? I'm trying to give value and a voice to a charity. And I'll give you an example. There's a charity that I've lived in my town in Stafford, Virginia for 20 years Literally two miles down the street from me, there is a very small charity that provides dogs to veterans that need assistance. I never heard of them before. They're two miles down the road. So now what do I do? I talk about them. I amplify their voice, not mine, them. It's maybe through me. And that's how I promote the charities. It's not come to give back team because I'm going to give, you know, all this money to all these charities. It's not, I don't even flash how much we've donated this year or how many charities we've truly impacted this year. I'm talking about the charities from the perspective of giving them a voice, the business and the relationships 
do they come as a result of that? They do because people see me in the community and they value me for valuing them. And I think that that is truly the biggest gift that I'm able to get because I'm able to amplify the voice. And I think that that's really what it's all about. Yeah, I think it's it's very thoughtful, right? And I think that's where people know when it's coming from a place of authenticity. I've seen people in the past that are, are promoting charities and almost asking for something in return, right? Mm-hmm. Just from a business standpoint, you can smell it on them. We get a lot of people that come in and they request things from us from a, a partnership perspective and, you know, discerning the ones that are there for the right intent and, you know, which charities you want to align yourself with. It's got to be a bit of a challenge sometimes. Like, how do you how do you decide which charities are going to make your list, or how does that part of the give back team work? So the only real requirements are is we don't want to come across like over religious. We're very careful about that. Not that we don't respect every religion, and you know, and not that we wouldn't, and we haven't made charitable donations to different religious organizations because we have. Um, but we also don't want to come across political. I'm very careful about just in a social media perspective, how we come across because we want to be inclusive to everybody. And it's important for me that I don't want to alienate anybody as a result of that. That doesn't mean that we have a restriction on who we're going to donate to. um, But we're very careful about how we promote or talk about that in the public eye, because we don't want anybody to feel like we're leaning one way or the other way. We lean always. And and maybe that's the wrong thing for me to even say, but I want people to understand that the reason why we're doing this is because we have an open heart. And what's important to you as our client or our community is important to us also. And so as far as aligning with charities, the, the things that we're doing, not monetarily, but in the public to help serve, it's really super selfish. I gotta be honest with you. You know, my kids go to the Stafford County Public Schools. My son is a sophomore, or not a sophomore. Yeah, no, he's a junior. Sorry, my daughter's a sophomore in college. Gosh, I'm old. Justin, I'm old. My kids time, are almost Time after- flies. Yep. Goes by real quick. But, you know, so we do things within our community that also, because we're there, you know, and we see the need. And so, um, you know, we do stuff with Stafford County Public Schools. We all have fur babies. You know, we're all adopting animals. So we're there. Um, there's charities that were brought to me though, that I'm just like super touched and it's children's national hospital. It's a big charitable organization that we're working with right now that we're helping work in conjunction with the radio station that I'm on. Um, and we're doing a carathon and that's how I ended up starting for the fourth year, fill Dr. Bear's closet. And so I have no direct correlation to the hospital. I've never had a child or a family member there. Thank goodness. But I know now a lot of people who have been impacted by that hospital and hearing the stories and wanting to align with something like that. So, you know, I've, I've never been homeless. I've been very fortunate in my life, but I wanted to reach out and help other women because I believe raising women up is a very important thing. And that's a secret passion of mine is helping women. And so that's why I started, you know, helping at the homeless shelter. So it's really just where I see a need. And I mean, there's so much in the community that I could be doing. I, I'm one person. We're one team. We're small. We're mighty, but we're small. And so it's really where where we can make a big impact and cause a ripple effect of kindness. And that's really how we choose where we go. I, I love that. And I think you can definitely have an impact in the community. I like your answer to picking the charities that you choose because you know the way that I find 
the the media and the public tends to make things these days is they weaponize political topics and they literally will weaponize charities or align them with this so that by donating to this you're agreeing with these terms and conditions and you know for me i i really think having an impact with people that are transparent and doing reasons things for the right reasons like a direct line to why they're trying to help this group of people whether it be the sick kids in the hospital you know women that are needing shelter you don't necessarily have to be somebody that became homeless to empathize with somebody that's in that situation. You don't have to have a child that had that muscular disorder to deal with that. A whole bunch of our friends are here. One of them, Andy C just waves. Um, you know, he does castle and the court services time that he provides for those children to me was one of my favorite things about Andy when I met him, right? The fact that he would take time out of his busy schedule to go and stand up for these kids that don't have a voice there is a purity to that and that connection in between, okay, I've found some success. Now I'm going to parlay that into helping other people. Yes, it's going to build a sphere of people that didn't know who you were and maybe they're going to align with you in business. But like you could almost do the charity thing full time. How do you possibly do your job and still do all the charity work? And, and what are the systems that are required for you to operate at the level that you guys are operating at these days? So right outside this office, I have someone named Lauren and she is jokingly, we call her the chaos coordinator. Or at least I do. She's the one that helps from behind the scenes with, you know, making the donations. Cause I, I, I mean, I can't, you're right. I can't do it all. I'm, I'm one person and we're a small, we're a very small team. So, you know, it's just having the right systems in place and having a mechanism to make sure that we're reaching out to the client and say, Hey, you forgot to give us the charity would you, uh, do you have one or is there a cause that you'd like us to help find something that would fit? Oh, so um, wait, wait, wait. So like every time you do a deal, you have that, that actual sequence of events. So you're like, here's a list or here's some charities. That's pretty cool. I didn't realize that's how you guys did it. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, and even on our website, we will post, you know, some of the charities that we're working with and here's the cool thing. So right now, there's Andy. Um, <laughs> right now we have a program called GBT gives back. And so if you go on my website, givebackteam.com, you'll see it. And it impacts it's the goal is to impact 36 local charities. Now we will donate. I've donated to um, a pit bull rescue in, I think it was San Jose, California, out in California, who it, this one military member, service member, he actually adopted a pit bull. It was going to be put down. And he said, I, everyone says I saved his life. He saved mine because he was suffering from PTSD. And so I made a donation out there. So I'm not, I'm, I'm in Northern Virginia. I'm, I'm going beyond the walls of my, my, you know, little area here. But I think that, um, you know, having the ability to have the conversation up front, because people are curious, Hey, what is give back team? What does that mean? What are you giving back? Are you giving back to me? Are you, who are you giving back to? Are you a charity? What does that mean? So it's kind of cool because I've piqued the interest or, you know, someone's piqued their interest in what it is that we do. So we have the conversation up front. Listen, we want to partner with you, whatever it is that's most important to you, because everybody has, at least I think everybody has a something that's near and dear to their heart. And so that's getting on a deeper level with a client right? Or a consumer or a customer up front before they're the client of what's important to you. I understand that you're here to help, you know, me for me to help you find a house or sell one. But is there something deeper that we can talk about and communicate about that's important to you? Because if it's important to you, that's also important to me. 
And so we have the conversation up front of explaining who we are and what we do and who we serve and why. And so the conversation up front, we might have the charity right, right from the beginning, but if not at the end, after the transactions towards the end, we ask before it's over, but even after it's over, we do ask for a review, but we also ask for what's the charity? Hey, could you give us more information about who we can make that donation to? Because we want to we want to make sure that we make that impact in your name for you now that the deal has closed. So we start the conversation at the beginning. We do try and track it from the very beginning. But if not, after the deal or towards the, the deal being over, we do have a follow up mechanism that we send out an email. We make a phone call. We have a text message. We want to make sure that, hey, and once the deal is done, you're not out of our family. Like now you're part of our family. So we want to, you know, we want to continue that dialogue. We want to make sure that we impact the charity that's near and dear to their heart. I, I love that you listen to what's actually important to them versus telling them just what you think they, they think should be important. What's the most random charity that you've ever donated to on their behalf? Um, <laughs> well, there was one, I don't even remember where it was. I think I want to say it was like Oklahoma or Iowa. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to offend Oklahoma or Iowa when no, I say it, where it went. But it was for a clown training okay. charity. And what it was for was actually, it was these these clowns, which I, whether you like clowns or not, I know. It's, like, another, it's another podcast for another day. That's all other, but they go into hospitals. And wow. so they did the balloons and they went into hospitals for children. They went into hospitals for people recovering from different you know, disorders, um, PTSD. They went into the VA hospitals, but that's, it was a super ultra specific charity. And it was the most random one I, I had gotten a request for, but it was for training and it was for training clowns to go into these hospitals to make that type of impact. And I was like, Hey, they are a recognized charity. You got it. Let's do it. So if you're terrified of clowns, go follow Ginger and send her a DM and, and tell her she needs to donate to another charity to offset that, whatever <laughs> the opposite of clowns are. Yeah. Uh, but no, that, that niche to charity actually made me think about how you're building your team, right? Our audience is heavily entrepreneurs, business owners, real estate agents. And a lot of times people are not niching down or they're not getting any clarity on who they are. And I think they're having a really hard time getting traction has being very specific with what you are helped you grow or impacted your business? A hundred percent. I mean, and that's the key. Like at first I was doing it without intention. I was doing it because I wanted to just make an impact. I, I wanted to help. And I didn't realize the power of what I was doing to then take it exponentially and grow it. And so, and that's not coming from a design for a business plan. That was the, that was the happy accident that happened as a result of what I was doing. Okay. So niching down into that. And I'm, I'm also sitting right outside of Quantico, Virginia. I'm in Stafford. So if things start shake rattling and booming, it's because the Marines are practicing and that does happen from time to time. But, um, you know, we are a military based group. A lot of my, and I'm all female, I'm an all female team, but about 50% of my team actually are military spouses. So mm -hmm. we are specific with who we serve military being one of them. And that's a huge community that we want to serve because we want to be able to give back. Um, but in giving back, that opens up a lot more doors. So it's it's very niche, but it's really not because it impacts so many different types of people within the community that we live, work, and play. But being specific and intentional now that I am, and I have been for quite a number of years, the the ripple effect of what it's caused, putting that out there 
what's come back has been completely unexpected and amazing. And the, the community wanting to work with us as a result of what we do is just something that kind of gives me goosebumps. And I, I feel very fortunate to be able to be in that position. But realizing who you are and what you serve and leaning into that, because I didn't at first, giving back was just who I was. I didn't realize it was also something that I could do that would make a bigger impact and cause a greater, a greater ripple effect of kindness in my community. And the accidental like result of that was I got more business than I expected and people, amazing women that I could work with. And they came because of what we do and, and who we are. So I had uh, Miranda Caldwell on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, and we had a discussion around how she kind of found her niche and her purpose and her passion and whether it's giving back or whether it's architectural design and experiential design, you know, she found that similar, similar attraction on TikTok actually, where as she was putting that out to places, she was inspiring people and you naturally drew in the right type of people that you want to work with. How has, and what has giving back actually done for your business? So it's been a little bit bananas. We has we were not trying to promote the giving back part. Like I still, if you look, you at like my, actively not want to promote it because you don't no, want that to be the message. I get it. I don't like that's not why that's not why we do it. And I never want someone to think that that's the intentionality of what we do. Can I tell you that the result and the impact and the numbers and the number of transactions and how much we've closed has been exponentially grown over since 2008 of the accident, you know, the accidental creating, you know, the give back girl into the give back team in 2018. I mean, we have closed hundreds of deals between when I first started with intentionality of pushing out the, the giving back part. And I mean, I don't really like to talk about how much we donated because it kind of just, it, you can see it, it makes yeah. me physically uncomfortable. But can I tell you something? Like when I actively try and not talk about real estate or some specific topic, it's almost like more of it comes, right? And I think that, yeah. that's that struggle, but that's why it's a pure thing for you, right? But it's really unique. And I track, I mean, I track and measure everything and, and I track it in how the source came in. If it was a past client referral, that past client, where they came from. And I, I'm not going to talk about the specific charities, but because I sat on the board of directors of a charity and because I'm on the radio and I'm talking about charities, I mean, I've been, I've been asked to go on two different radio shows outside of the one that I have just to talk about the charitable stuff. Um, I mean, the calls and the, the, not only the calls and the conversations, but the actual result in the deals that happen because I'm doing and we're doing those things has grown to the point where, I mean, we do have <laughs> hundreds of thousands of dollars of, of GCI that has come to us as a result of being in the position of giving. And, and I really, I hesitate so much because I don't want someone to to take this model and say, I'm going to make $500,000 in GCI in the next 24 months because sure. I'm going to talk about giving back. That is not the purpose of it. The purpose of it is to be in the community. You know, people are doing those videos where they're talking about pros and cons of whatever, or they're doing a spotlight of a, you know, a local business. Take that instead of doing that, do a spotlight on a local charity, talk about a local charity, blog about a local charity you can then track and measure how much of an impact that'll have for you and your community. Not necessarily the number of deals or GCI, but trust me, if you're in the community, it's going to come. It just is, it's a natural thing. If you're in the community talking about the community, if you're giving back, 
the community is going to give back to you. So I, I think that's a great segue and a great place to land the airplane of leaving people with that message that you don't have to give with the intent of turning it into a system. The title sounded like a clickbait title, the best ever referral network, but it, it truly is. I think find your passion, go follow Ginger. She's on all of the socials. I'm going to have you back on as a repeat guest, but definitely want to thank you for your time, Ginger. Thank you so much for coming on the Prime People podcast. Thank you. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. 